Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. want to welcome onto the show a former Super Bowl champion coach with the Baltimore Ravens, who's the winningest head coach ever in Falcons history, former NFL Coach of the Year Mike Smith, who actually preceded Dan Quinn in Atlanta, who just got the job here in Washington, D.C. But I saw you walking around yesterday said we got to talk to him he knows all about you know the, the falcons and what was going on in that era but appreciate you sitting down with us oh glad to be here and glad to visit with you guys today i guess let's just start with the end of your time in atlanta and quinn comes in right then we're trying to get a feel for dan quinn as a head coach i'm curious you guys never coached together but everyone knows each other pretty well in the fraternity <clears throat> what do you make of washington going you were a defensive-minded guy most recently a coordinator in tampa in 16 with a veteran second time around defensive head coach. Yeah, Dan is Dan is a very very good football coach. Uh, the guys like to play for him. They, he they, he's going to have them playing hard. He's going to have them playing smart. And uh, I think when you when you got them playing hard and you got them playing smart, you got a chance. And he is a very very good defensive mind and i know he's not going to be calling the calling the plays i saw that in the in the media report but i'm sure he's going to have his hands and footprint on on the on the defense did you call your own defensive plays no i did not i i was What's more your of a thought CO- on him kind of passing that off to yeah. joe it well i know that uh i i know that i wasn't smart enough to do it <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know how guys you know i think the in this league right now i well in the Super Bowl, both head coaches will be calling plays, uh, but I, I had two, you know, two coordinators, actually three coordinators with my special teams, that they were the the play callers, and I tried to be a sounding board in terms of of the game plan and putting, you know, and putting it in. And it'll be a, it'll be a change for Dan, I'm sure, uh, but I think he's, you know, he's got his staff in place now, and it'll be a It'll be good for the the Redskins because he's a good football coach, and I I read he said and he felt like he's learned he learned a lot his first time around, and he's getting a second bite at the apple, so to speak. speak. And I think he'll he'll do very well. What's the biggest challenge there to sort of get back into the? I don't know how to say this the right way, Mike, but one, a lot of times when a guy's gone through it, has been a head coach, and the end isn't what he always wants. There are very few get to write off into the sunset, you know, retiring after you win your last game, you know, with a finger in the air like an iconic painting. But everybody, you know, trying to claw their way back in, what's kind of the challenge to change your reputation and perception in some of those meetings, do you think? Well, I think the, the first thing that everybody's going to look at is they're going to look at your, pro, your product on the field. And Dan Quinn has definitely – that put his foot or his handprints all over the Dallas Cowboys uh, defense, and it's and it's been a successful defense. Now, has it had success 
at the at the highest level in the playoffs. Uh, not you know not up to the expectations, but what he what he has done with that defense is is pretty spectacular. It's been fin- it's been fun to watch, and he'll have his you know he'll have his fingerprints all over that all over that defense. He may not be calling the defenses, but I'm sure that they, you know. And Dan's bringing in a guy that was with him in Dallas. Yeah, so Joe it'll, Witt Jr. Joe Witt Jr. Jr. Yep, mm-hmm. and, and has been with. I think he was with them in two different places. Atlanta and for the for final, final year, year. Yep, and then uh, Dallas and now DC. Yep. Yeah, and it's great that Joe's getting a you know, Witt is getting an opportunity to be a defensive coordinator. He's a very good football coach, very very knowledgeable, and I think it will be a good partnership uh, for Dan to pass that off to someone that he's very comfortable with running his defense because it will be his defense. Longtime NFL coach Mike Smith with us here on Grant and Danny. So, Mike, just from outside looking in now, what are the challenges maybe that, you, that may not have been the case a handful of years ago? Do defensive coaches specifically, head coaches now, do they face in kind of the climate of the NFL? Well, I think that we have gone through seismic changes, not only in the way that the game is being played on the field, but we went through it, you know, and just think about it. Six years ago, five years ago, if you had a game, for example, in 2013, we were in the playoffs against the Green Bay Packers. We got an ice storm in uh, Atlanta, shut the city down. Our guys couldn't get to work. Our coaches couldn't get to work. We couldn't meet. We went three days without without seeing or, or or talking with our players. They didn't have any Zoom then. Think about the think about the technology during the now. Playoffs. Yeah, wow. during the during the playoffs. Wow. Yeah, and but now it, it has changed the way that you you know the way that you meet with your players. You know, if I was back in the back coaching, I would never have our players come back on Monday. We used to have victory Mondays, but I'd never have them come 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 into the building Monday unless they were injured. Use and and use the technology now to have a little short meeting, and then they get two days. Then they'll get two days off, two days rest. Uh, you know, the way that the guys take in information is completely different now. You know, you don't stand up on a chalkboard and put the game plan in anymore you don't stand up on a grease board and put the game plan anymore it's on your lap you know it's on your laptop it's on your uh whatever device that you got the tablet yeah the tablet everybody's got the tablet and so players players are different and you and coaches have to adjust to the players the way that you communicate with them uh and i think dan's probably learned learned a lot and uh, you know dan's a player's coach he always has been players love to play for him 2008 AP NFL Coach of the Year, Mike Smith here on Grant and Danny uh, on the fan. I have the opinion, and and I'm saying this now to you as someone who was a great coach as a defensive mind, but I want you to push back and tell me where I'm wrong. My take in this era is that the quarterback-coach relationship is so important that if I was hiring a head coach, I would only ever hire offensive coordinators. (laughs) <laughs> I wish yep. people could see no, your smirk. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, no, yeah, it. yeah, no. But, I, I, but so the Dan Quinn hire, I'm, I'm coming around. I'm, I'm, he's, he is a leader of men. I, my point has just kind of been the leader of men thing to me is less important than having someone who designs a great offense and scores a lot of points. And I just want to get your thoughts on that as someone whose entire life you're in, you're in the linebacker room with the Ravens when they win a Super Bowl. 
I mean, you, you were the, the most successful coach in Falcons history. What's your thought on that? Because it seems like the relationship between quarterback and defensive coaches over the years, it just hasn't quite worked to the same extent. You have a valid point there, and I think a lot of the owners and the decision makers are in agreement with you. If you look at the if you look at the hires, the majority of the hires, it is on the offensive side of the football. And the game is driven by the quarterback. There's no doubt in my mind to be successful in the National Football League, you've got to have a quarterback that can operate the offense that you've that that you've installed uh i think this uh you know i didn't call a play in atlanta and i'm i'm a defense i'm a defensive guy but i hired guys that i knew were going to be able to put together an offensive game plan Who make your ocs I'm my, to mike malarkey was my first yeah, okay my, my first OC, uh, offensive coordinator and you know we went in we drafted i'll give you a little background so we draft matt ryan we Signed Michael Turner because as a rookie we wanted to have a running game. We didn't want to have to throw the ball around. And then we knew with Matt we had a guy that could throw it. And in years two, three, and four, we had Tony Gonzalez. We had Julio Jones. And, you know, we just morphed into a more balanced offense. But the reason what driven what drove me to Mike is I wanted us to be at the beginning run the football that first year, and then transition into a, a less uh, run game-oriented and be more quarterback-centric. Because, put more on his plate. Yeah, put mm-hmm. more. And, and Mike was, you know, Mike was very, very good at both the run and the, and the pass game. And uh, I think you can hire a guy that's a defensive-minded guy, but he's got to hire the right offensive coordinator you guys took ryan in like the top five well it was five at number five 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 so tell me this then i mean because this is kind of like what we're about to see here with quinn defensive coordinating type head coach and then they have the number two overall pick so how do you without being with him constantly you're not quizzing him and going over the film how do you build that relationship with that quarterback as a as a head coach oh you spend a lot you spend a lot of time when when you're not running the offense and you're not running the defense, you've got to spend as the head coach. You've got to spend a whole lot of time with Matt, and and I was wanted to be a sounding board for Matt, and to make sure that Matt's had input, even though he was a rookie. That was I spent a lot of time with Matt, you know, talking about well, Matt, what do you think? You know, he may not ask Mike Malarkey, the offensive coordinator, in year one. Well, I don't know. I'm not comfortable, but. I can get him to tell me that. Sure. You know, and you think maybe you're, you're getting me to think about something. Is that part of why maybe Quinn wouldn't have wanted to call plays, like more of that overseer? Yeah, I would say most definitely. Uh, and and it gives you an opportunity to oversee and talk and spend time. I spend just as much time in the quarterback room as I did the defensive defensive line room when meetings were going on. I just wanted to be seen, wanted to, to see and hear the the game plans as as the head football coach and there's different type of head coaches you know right now the trend in the national football league is hire an offensive guy and he calls his own place i mean over half the league now that is the model that people are going with you have a head coach that calls offensive plays in the super bowl on sunday both head coaches 
call the plays. And if you just run, you can just run down, and there's probably 16, 17, 18 that are head coach play caller. And that's the trend right now. It's not an over, you know, it's not a general over, overview head coach. They're more fo- focused on calling the plays. Offense, yeah. Yeah, and offense. Now, get, now, don't get me wrong. It's been very successful, but it's a quarterback-driven league. You, you know, you're going to win and die and lose by the way your quarterback plays. And that's why it's so important to get it right when you're picking in the top five. And I haven't studied the draft at all, but I'm sure there's going to be guys worthy of a quarterback that's worthy of the third pick in the draft this year. And, and if the organization thinks that he's the guy that we're going to be able to give in, get a second contract and he's going to help us, he's going to help us win, we'll be able to have a second contract then they're going to take a quarterback at that pick if they think he's worthy enough. So, Mike, you were you were there for Hard Knocks, right? Was that 2014? Uh, I <laughs> I am a I did Hard Knocks, the very first one in Atlanta, or excuse me, in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Excuse me, I was I was on that. That I was, was the a, best Hard Knocks ever, 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 ever. It was so cool, and 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 uh, you know, Brian, we said we won the we won the Super Bowl. Why are we doing Hard Knocks? He says, and it was brilliant. He said. I want us to have to be more focused. This will make us focus more as coaches and players. And, and it really did, even though we, you know, we had some injuries and we didn't get back. But, so I did the hard knocks in, in, in Baltimore. I did hard knocks in Jacksonville. <laughs> they had oh, it, right? it was really? Yes, it was the pseudo hard knocks. There was a year they didn't do it. And oh, they I tried remember to, that. They tried yeah, to do yeah. it. So then I did it in Atlanta. Yeah. Then I did it in Tampa. I'm a four timer. You're a four timer. Yeah, you, you I'm a four timer. I made hey, I hey, I may not have the most appearances on <laughs> in the Super Bowl, but I think I might have the most appearances on Hard Knocks. I, I didn't. Even I realize tried that. to stay out of the way on on most of them. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. I didn't even realize that. Well, the reason I brought it up is you, you, you touched on something that made me think about this. There's a moment that I've been referencing for ten years now, which, by the way, I can't believe it's been ten years. When on on the show where Matt Ryan walks into the receivers meeting. Has the receivers coach run some film from practice because he was talking with a couple of the receivers? I think you know I can't remember exactly who it was oh, about I know the, who it was. De- the depth yeah. he wanted a certain was it route. Yeah, yep. it was yeah. Sanu. Yep, yep. The the yep. depth and, and the timing of a certain route, and said, you know what, you're right about that, and, and walked out of the room. And I swooned. I've, I've rewound yep. it and watched it a thousand times because yep. like we haven't had anything like that here. We've had, we've had guys that, that rented houses and were, were out of here before, uh, you know, the season ended, basically. How long, under your watch, did it take for Matt Ryan to grow into that? Well, I encouraged Matt to do it from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, it was in, within, in his rookie year when you had the success that we had. I think we, won t- we were 10-6 and six or 11-5 and five yep. in year one. We had a setback in year two and went to 9-7 and seven when Matt uh, – was injured and missed four games i think three games excuse me uh but i encouraged you know i wanted matt i told matt first time i sat down with him in indianapolis i said if we draft you you're going to be the face of the con of the of the team everybody's going to be looking at you and after after they're looking at you they're going to be looking at me for for leadance and guidership and he said and and i said i know you you're you're a rookie but you're a starting quarterback in the National Football League. And Matt 
Matt, is that took, Matt took the, well, certain people, like, I think, if yes. If Washington drafts Drake May, I mean. Should, I don't know his background. Well, right, but, but what, I, what I'm asking is, like, because they drafted him, does he just get to go in the room and do that? Or is there you, you a earn, personality no, element? Yes, you earn, you earn that. Yeah, you earn that right. And Matt, you know, Matt, right off the bat, everybody knew how he was. He was a, he was a great teammate, and he wasn't the first-round draft pick. He was a great teammate. And when you have players that are great teammates, you have guys that are going to be able to collaborate with one another and come together and have a common goal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 